The following contest is scheduled for one fall! I've seen that man before, that's Randy Phil. The other one's some kind of half-man, half-monkey. It's a massive duplex and not one dragon in sight. Hello, all you glorious marks, you sweaty shaggers out there. Uh, this is Snapdragon Duplex, uh, episode 62, I think. 63? 62? Six, I think 63. 63. It's episode 63. Um, we've not really decided what we're going to discuss. We're going to go loosey-goosey. It's me, I'm Mikey Mac, and I'm here with Dirty Dave Nitro, live and uncut. How are you? I'm good, man. How you doing? I'm good, man. I'm good. Um, Randy Phil's away at work just now, so he's just um, fired some thoughts over for us, which we'll react to, and then just kind of play it by ear this time. We don't have any notes, so this is um, fucking off the cuff, as you can get. Completely winging it. Um, before we kick off to Randy, I mean, how have you found the last couple of weeks? It's been a while since we've talked. It has, I. Um... It's been mental. I mean, Forbidden Door, like, I've been going on about, I was going on about Forbidden Door, like, in the run-up to it, about how much I was buzzing for it since it, all yeah. I've talked about is how good it was. Yeah, I loved it. I heard so much about mistakes and stuff, and, it, like, I heard the, like, there was supposed to be matches set up, and there was a lot of backstage politics about matches getting changed and stuff, and I think considering how much yeah. was changed, and even Punk getting injured, and that having to change that at the last minute, I think there's a, a few injuries the last minute, and it just still was amazing. Yeah, definitely. I mean, like, like all the dream matches that they set up. Um, I don't know how many of them actually, other than Moxley and Tanahashi, that was the only one that kind of came that went through, wasn't it? Because um, the big dream matches were like Brian Danielson versus Zack Saber Junior. Didn't happen because Brian Danielson got injured. Um, Punk versus who? Who's Punk going to fight? I think Punk was supposed to be Tanahashi, was it not? Oh right, okay. Well, I mean, even that is a dream match. Um, but yeah, then that got canned for obvious reasons, and then um. Andrade was supposed to fight Will Osprey, and that got canned because of the politics you're talking about. A Triple A didn't want him to do it or something, was it? Something to do with Triple A? I think I heard that Triple A didn't want him to do it, but then I heard later on that he was actually booked on Triple A. So I think they actually booked him and then took him off their show, but he st- he wasn't able to do Forbidden Door by that point. I don't exactly know what happened, but I. Yeah, I mean, fuck it, politics. I mean, what are you gonna do? Wrestling. Um, they've worked themselves into a shoot, brother. Um. <laughs> Um, yeah, it's wrestling. That's just the way it goes. But I mean, Forbidden Door was great. Um, you guys kind of did your run through of it last week, which I thoroughly enjoyed. Um, I'm surprised that my pick Nick Camarato didn't win. Ah, uh, what was that all about? Be like... <laughs> I don't know. Well, look, I just had a feeling. I just had a feeling. You're so sure to. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sure. I heard it. I was like, you dirty, <laughs> dirty bastards. Yeah. <laughs> Um, right, should we just cut across to Randy Phil before we end up having to repeat ourselves four times? Aye, I'm buzzing to hear this. Okay, brilliant. Right, uh, I will bounce us over to your boy, Randy Phil. Ladies and gentlemen, marks and shaggers, duplexers of all ages, I am the pay-per-view thrill, Randy Phil. I don't know who you've got this week. Could be Dirty Dave, could be the monkey man, Mikey Mac, could be both. Both. But what we did get was blood and guts. And the, what was it, the Royal Rampage, I hate that they've used the fucking word Royal Rampage, the word Royal, it's just going to be so easily fucking called the Royal Rumble, innit? Aye. Anyway, let's just kick off with the week. What did I make of the week? I fucking loved the week. 
throbbing all week. <laughs> Kicking off Orange Cassidy beat Ethan Page. The best friends were there. Orange Cassidy's got a new tune. Love the tune, Jane. Mm-hmm. Gutted that he's got, had to get rid of the Pixies. Um, I don't know. Two minds. Both brilliant songs. Prefer the Pixies, though. Jane's going to grow on me. Um, a clean win over Ethan Page. Fun match. Liked the match. Liked that he got out of the ego's edge by just fucking sticking his hands in his pockets. Very effective. Orange Cassidy gets the win. What did they win? Just got a big fat W. <laughs> Who else got the W's? Luchasaurus got it in a much less time. He got it in less than a minute beating Serpentico. No Luther about. Disappointed with that. Yeah. Love Chad Christian. Luchasaurus has got his black gear now. Um, yeah, it's cool. I like it. I don't know what's going to happen with Luchasaurus. Do you keep him long term heel or as soon as Jungle Boy comes back? Does Jungle Boy bring Luchasaurus back into a face side? I don't want Luchasaurus to get the fucking treatment of the big show. Turn, 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 turn. Yeah. like him as a heel. Could be cool. <sighs> Should they stick with Christian? I would like Luchasaurus and Christian to tag for a while. If Jungle Boy's out long term, Christian could be like playing the jealous role and say that he wants to be tag team champions with Luchasaurus and go after the belts. I'm on board for that, but I'm a Christian guy. Next match, Danhausen with mystery tag partners taking on, what is it, the Ass Family? We'll just say the Ass Family, Max Caster and the Gun Club. Um, Danhausen's mystery partners, FTR, Big Pop, loved them. What are they, seven star FTR? I think they get each star for each belt they've got. I'm going to talk about the belts now. So, Young Bucks are now two-time AEW Tag Team Champions after winning the ladder match. FTR have got three sets of belts after winning at Forbidden Door in the triple threat tag. I think the build is rumoured to be, or confirmed at this point, I don't know. I don't know. It's backstage confirmed that they're going to do FTR Young Bucks. Is this going to be the third time now? And it's going to be for all the belts. And they're talking about billing it as the biggest tag team match of all time. Like, means the most. All the fucking belts. Buzzing for that. I'm taking it. We're all going to be buzzing for that fucking match. Put all the belts in a ladder. Do something cool. Cage match. Love tag cage matches. For AEW anyway. That Lucha Brothers Young Bucks. Awesome. So, back to Dynamite. Danhausen and FTR pick up the win over... Max Caster in the gun club, Anthony Bones out his wheelchair, he's fucking, is he fit? I hope he's fit. But he struck the gun club with a crutch by accident. Billy Gunn gets involved and he's clearly picked a side, so the Ass family is torn apart with Daddy Ass. He's not even in the middle, he's all about the acclaimed. Scissor him, Daddy Ass. <laughs> so I didn't think we were going to get this so soon. Do you think they're going to try and smooth it over for a week or two? And then fight again. Don't know. We'll see. Buzzing for it. Next match, another squash match. Jade Cargill squashes Layla Gray in less than two minutes. And then Layla Gray just sides with Jade Cargill after the match and started beating down Chris Statlander and Athena. I would say bang average match, but it wasn't even. It was a it was a quick squash. Randy Phil did not rate the match out of ten. Let's just do what we were wanting. We're here for the main event of Dynamite. Blackpool Combat Club 
and it's not even like with postage and packaging and Eddie Kingston, they're all just called the Combat Club, take on the Jericho Appreciation Society, Blood and Guts, second time round in AEW, and I've got some mixed feelings on it. I like the match, I like the idea of it, I like that they do it once a year, I like that it means something, they build to it, I like that we finally got this variation, the Jericho Appreciation Society with the Blackpool Combat Club, it just went a bit long, not like a bit too long, it was just a long fucking match, right? 12 guys in this, I think last time it was only 10, wasn't it? Yes. But 12, fucking a lot of guys, a lot of time, a lot of fucking about, I lost interest a wee bit through it, it was like fucking 45 minutes long or something, it's a lot of time to be trying to focus on it, some cool spots, Sammy took a big fucking bump off the top of the cell, loved it, it was a beautiful fall as well. Yeah. So graceful. Gracefully falling through a table. Take notes, Ray Phoenix. <laughs> Cesaro doing the big swing on top of the cell to Jericho. That's that's a lot of fucking trust there. Yeah. I would not take that swing on top of the cell. No. Um, Santana injured himself like after two minutes getting into the match. And Santana has got a bit of fucking speculation backstage with him. He's talking about his AEW contract ending, he's like counting down the days for it. I thought you'd be like want to hang about. He wants to go on as a singles guy. Don't know if he's wanting to try the indies or see if WWE will sign him up for a wee bit in NXT or something. Time will tell. I think September is when he's due to expire. Or his contract is. I don't know when he's due to expire. Of course I don't have much other notes in the match. I've just got notes of funny shit that I like to call people out on. Taz called Ruby Soho, Ruby Riot. <laughs> Everyone was very gentle with Jake Hager. So I was thinking maybe he's got a match left on his Bellator or he's got a match coming up with Bellator and that's why everybody was so careful around him. If you watch it back, like nobody hit him too hard or it was it was very fucking don't touch Jake Hager. So done a Google search, he's got two fights left on his Bellator contract. Right. And it's just Round about this time now, we're seeing a lot of AEW contracts not getting renewed with the likes of Stu Grayson, Alan Angels, Cody Rhodes. Maybe Jake Hager's time is coming up and Tony doesn't want to sign him, so he wants to make sure he leaves AEW a clean bill of health and he can renew with Bellator after his last two fights on that contract. So Jake Hager, could he be staying or could he be going? Mama, he's ongoing. Um, right, I'm just getting to the end of the match. Blackpool Combat Club win when Cesaro makes is it Matt Menard? Is it the hot daddy Matt Menard? What's the daddy guy? Daddy magic. Daddy 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 <laughs> daddy, daddy. It's not Angelo Parker is it? It must be Matt. I'm taking Matt Menard. Matt Cesaro Menard. made him, no Claudio made him tap out whilst Eddie Kingston had Jericho in what submission was it? Eddie Kingston was kind of raging that he didn't make Jericho tap but it looked as though he was kind of cool with Claudio after the match fair enough it got him the win is this going to play in down the line I didn't get the win you stole my fucking thunder you came into AEW you beat Zack Sabre Jr that wasn't enough for you you had to take the fucking win on my big match I was going to win it you're a dick I hope so I hope that's where this is going this could be a really fucking good feud that they take over AEW Give me that. Going to smash right onto the fucking Rampage. Should have called it fucking Royal Rumble Rampage. Oh, it's not even Royal Rumble. Royal Rampage match. Cool idea. I love this match. This was 
cool. Hope we get it every year whenever Blood and Guts is happening with the two rings. It's a Royal Rumble in each ring, and the winner of the two Rumbles square off, and then the winner of those two go on to fight the AEW interim champion John Moxley. It got down to Darby Allen and Brody King. I thought, oh man, another Darby Allen win. Surprised that Brody King won. Love it that he won. It's going to be a fucking good match. Moxley and Brody King. Didn't expect it. Definitely don't expect Brody King to win. But, nah, no but. He's not winning, right? I did see a while ago that Darby Allen and Brody King were at a gig together and Brody King picked him up over his head and launched him off the stage and into the crowd for a stage dive. So that's just a cool wee. They are actually good pals and they always do mad shit together. It was a cool finish for that match as well, wasn't it? Brody King choked out Darby Allen until he was lifeless and then just dropped him off the apron to the floor and won. Um, a lot of cool spots. Adam Page and John Silver tossing, were threatening to toss and then teasing each other. Swerve Strickland being a prick and just throwing guys over when their backs are turned. Effective strategy. It worked for him, but didn't work out well because the cunt still lost. Tell me, what was your spots of the match when you get a chance? Because I've got two more matches to get through. And I'm just going to say the Young Bucks versus... What the fuck are these guys? Hikuri, Goto and Yoshihashi. Mm-hmm. Good match. Loved it. Um, Weird. I thought Hikuri, Goto and Yoshihashi might have won it because if they won, they were getting the tag team title shot. But... They didn't. FTR are getting the tag team title shot for all the belts. And then Tony Storm defeated Nyla Rose, who had Marina Shafir in her corner. I like Marina Shafir, but she's uh, still a bit green. And that's fucking cheeky for me to say, but I like her, so I don't care. Didn't like the match because I just didn't like Nyla Rose. Getting fed up with the Tony Storm Thunder Rosa... And I definitely didn't like that they said if this keeps happening, we're going to have a thunderstorm. That just, uh, that upset me. <laughs> and I'm sorry that I didn't get to go for the main event for that match, but it definitely didn't deserve it. No. Um, anything else happening in wrestling? AEW, every cunt's losing their contracts. Mm-hmm. WWE, Money the Bank's already happened by the time this goes out. Yeah. I've not seen it yet. I'm recording Saturday before Money in the Bank. Might throw a wee bit on the end, definitely. We'll see. We'll see. No definites. We'll see. I'm working. It's a pain in the arse. Yep, my time is up. Thank you, Mikey and Slash or Dave. Thank you. Take it easy. Thank you, pal. Randy Phil, out. Right, Randy Phil, out. Okay, so Randy went through quite a lot of shit there. Um, I mean, I've taken a wee bit of notes from stuff he said. Um, let's go back to around about the start of what he said. Orange Cassidy's got a new theme song, right? Right. Jefferson Starship's Jane. It was his song in the Indies, apparently, and they've been trying to get it for ages, and then they finally got it. So I don't know if that's why they've replaced the Pixies, or if the Pixies was... Well, they'd already paid for the Pixies, so... Aye, I was wondering that. I was going to say that. What, if they, was it maybe only a certain amount of time they got to use the Pixies or something? Maybe, was it maybe more expensive? Because did you hear about Brian Danielson? He wanted the final countdown for Europe. And apparently they wanted yeah. like 30 grand every time they played it or something. Yeah, it was fucking mad. <laughs> what the fuck, man? Um, I like Jane. I think, it's a, I think it's a good song. The thing is, though, the intro's so long... Imagine they cut all the intro and just went straight into the guitar riff bit. Aye. That would be better. Talking about entrance music, do you, did, I don't know, I shared it in the chat, but I know sometimes you don't read my stuff because I bombard you with loads of shit. 
but do you know who does hangman centric music oh fuck you did tell me this well no you 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 tell the you tell the people so it's a guy called vincent padula i think it is who is actually which yeah. is actually hangman's name on spotify like he plays music and yes. he releases it on spotify so he plays his own entrance music does his own entrance music i can't remember what i seen it on i was like hold on a minute that's hangman and i'm like yep he plays his own entrance music but under a different name so he gets paid twice off his own he can <laughs> <laughs> fucking brilliant i'm kind of with andy in that i i i'll miss the pixies but um it'll grow on me i am the same i like the pixies better i think okay so what else we got uh, he talked about christian cage how do you feel about his heel spiels yeah hey, i don't think he spoke enough about christian he said at the end i'm a christian guy which to be fair we both know andy he is the sort of guy that would like Christian. I think he meant he was a born-again Christian. <laughs> I'd rather he meant that than be a Christian guy, because Christian literally said he wished that Jungle Boy's whole family was dead. <laughs> yeah, he was a fucking asshole. He's just, he's just been a complete and utter dick. He's getting proper good heel heat, but... Aye. I mean, like, have you noticed AW love a brutal promo? It was fucking Darby's uncle, Jungle Boy's dad. I mean, there's going to be one about fucking Matt Hardy and Jeff at some point, surely... Yep. They fucking love a brutal promo. Oh, they do. Like, I know Randy said about Luchasaurus. I think Luchasaurus is going to be doing a, a proper heel turn here. I don't know. I, I'm thinking maybe they're going to do like a Christians took... Because no, I know it sounds weird, but Jungle Boys, like now it's like a boy and his dinosaur. So Christians yeah. took his dinosaur. I think there will come yeah. a time where there'll be a big face turn. But I think it'll be a big deal when it happens. If Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus reunite, but I think it'll be a really big deal when it happens. I I agree. I don't think they're going to do the flip-flop thing with it. I know, I mean, the Big Show thing where they flip-flopped them, flip-flopped them, uh, Big Show's talked about that in interviews and said that, I mean, it was just whenever they needed a challenge, like a real big challenge for whoever the champion was at the time they'd put them up against big show so if the champion was a heel big show had to be face if the champion was face big show had to be heel and that, that and and he said himself it kind of fucked his career made him look a bit mental as well do you know what i mean like one, one minute he's a bad guy and the next minute he's just a dead nice guy and you're like whoa do you talk, is he all right I just don't get near him that would have been such a good gimmick if like that was his gimmick was that he, he just he would he just had a switch that went off and he would just be like yeah i'm an asshole again today like oh shit It'd be good if they had him go on commentary and start doing that. Just like one yeah. week. <laughs> one week he just backs up all the bad guys and then the next week he's like talking about how much he likes the good guys. <laughs> That'd be fucking great. Um, yeah, I, I, so heel Luchasaurus, do you like it? Oh, I do. I've seen him getting compared to Kane a lot, but I'm like, do you know what? That's just, he's just looking for somebody to compare him to there. He's like... I know, like a big guy with a mask. Ah, it's like, oh, uh, yeah. he's just like Kane, and it's like, no, he's not. He's like Chisaurus. He's not like Kane. Kane's a I dick. <laughs> Kane's a dick. I know, days. Kane is a dick. Like, listen, I, I, I agree with that. He's such a dick. Oh, did you see all the stuff about him? He's putting up, um, he's very anti-abortion and all this stuff obviously uh, going on. Not, not, not to talk politics, but to bring it to wrestling, all the, have you seen all the wrestlers like fucking slamming him? Have you uh, seen Hangman slamming uh, him? Uh, Hangman slammed him, Paige. I've seen uh, quite a few have come out and went, like, talked about how Oh, he's my hero, but not anymore and things like that. Yeah. I mean, yeah, don't make your heroes, eh? I know. Yeah, heel Luchasaurus is cool. I really hope they keep him doing the Lucha stuff, even though it's hard to be a heel when you're... Well, then again, I mean, Sammy did it. Aye. I, I know a lot of people say that, but I feel as if it's like, how you can't really change your move just because all of a sudden you're a heel. So I think he might do less of the kind of Lucha stuff, but I think he'll still do it to an extent. Is he just going to still be called Luchasaurus and not do Lucha? I know, it'd be weird, isn't it? just have to call him. You're just Saurus. 
Christian Soros. <laughs> <laughs> He's giving everyone Bibles. <laughs> yeah, I I like it. I like the I like the new mask. It's all black now as well. It's, it's cool. It fits the persona. I like that. You guys talked about this last week, but I was gutted that I couldn't talk to it with you. Let's talk about we're talking about new theme songs. Danhausen unveiled the Ass Boys theme song. Oh, loved it. And it was a kryptonite. They just left. Aye. And um, I love that shit. I just thought I'd had to I had to put that on on wax that I love that shit. Aye. I'm loving the Ass Boys and their claim story then. I think it's brilliant. I, I am as well. I think it's br- I think I think it's getting them over. Aye. Even though they're losing all the time, but they're but they're getting over it's it's the same as the claim they claimed kept taking loss after loss, but they got so over. My hope for this is that the Ass Boys separate for their claim, Billy Gunn sticks with him and I hope they bring yeah. in um Road Dog as like the manager of the Ass Boys. He said in a few interviews about how they remind him of him and Billy. And I just think it'd That'd be cool be if he great. came in just to kind of do a... Be, I think it would be a big fun match. Do you know what I mean? Did Road Dog... Was Road Dog one of the ones who got sacked from WWE? Aye. Okay, so he's so he's a free agent, is Aye. he? That'd be great. That would be awesome. Oh, before we go any further, but I want to talk about the acclaimed... I actually sent... There's another thing I sent in the chat was the... I sent the video with Bones walking with the crutch in his hand and I'm like, he's not in a wheelchair. And then all of a sudden, like it was the next week, he got out of the wheelchair. Yeah, that's fucking brilliant. Called it. <laughs> no, definitely. I like that. I like that him him getting out the wheelchair with the crutch and the Aye. whole place being like, "You fucking dirty <laughs> bastard." Okay, then blood and guts. It's fucking chaos, wasn't it? Oh, absolute mental. It's like I I love these matches, but like fuck me, it's like they're almost as well doing a split screen at some points. Aye. Do you think Jinky could even keep up with that? But no, because they because they started doing it for a cut. They done it for a few seconds on not to go too far forward the, the Royal Rampage match. And it mm-hmm. it put me off. I was like, "What well, you yeah. struggle to watch two at the same time?" So, I think they're better focusing on what's happening. But I was a bit chaotic. Um, did yeah. you notice before they threw Sammy off the cage? There was actually mm-hmm. a, you could actually hear Eddie shouting, "Are we on break? Are we on break?" I think because of Santana getting injured, the timing was <laughs> off, and they were trying to work out yeah. whether they were going to throw Sammy off the stage during the break, <laughs> and the fans had come back to like Sammy line at ringside. <laughs> <laughs> that's the crazy thing about doing these pay-per-view level um dynamites and stuff is that i keep forgetting that we get it normal on fight tv but in america they're watching that picture in picture aye that's fucking crazy sometimes as well we get actual we get it like no adverts at all no breaks at all do you remember there was a stage where we got that quite a lot but we didn't get any breaks at all Mm -hmm. and then all of a sudden we started getting the whole like just the kind of loading screen type thing yeah yeah I mean, this match was great. I thought um, Claudio just slotted in so easy. Oh, the combat club. Aye. It like feels like he. It almost feel. It was weird because I didn't. It didn't feel weird that he was there, which is probably a good thing. No, no. I kind of fitted in. There was a few bits. Of, oh, the bit where he threw Sammy up for the big uppercut, and Sammy hit him with the cutter. Yeah. That was cool as fuck. Yes. Like, that was very cool. He made Sammy look so cool with like one move. Yeah. Randy sent me the bit. Did you see when Sammy was getting in the cage at the start? And he kissed Ty, and as he was walking by, Danny Garcia went to kiss him. <laughs> he walks up and kisses Ty, and then he goes to turn in, and he goes to kiss him as well. <laughs> That's fucking brilliant. So I've, I, I don't, I'm, I'm just trying to remember off the top of my head. I mean, the thumbtack spots were minging. I'm, they, they just give me the bulk every time. Oh, aye. The um, sticks in the head. See the sharp stick things? Yes. They, they smacked him in his head. That was a bit much. Yeah, that was minging. Just chaotic. In fact, the knee injury, um, Stephen Santana, came in did you actually see when he injured his knee no i didn't see it he goes for say like the 
kind of backbreak. It's like a rock bottom type backbreaker, but he does it on his knee. It mm-hmm. was he never planted his foot right. Right. I can't remember who he done it on. As he came down, his whole weight was on like his knee and foot. Like and basically, like it just went out from under him, but it looks oh. sore as fuck. But I feel as if I think I was a bit distracted because see, after that happened, I kept watching Santana, and I'm like, he's not in this match. So in my head, I'm yeah. constantly trying to work out. Who, there's a bit where I think they put, can't remember who they put through a table, and I'm like, oh, it was, it should have been postage packaging, um, but it was like, yeah, Ortiz and I think Moxley done it with him. So I was constantly trying to read like, oh, what should have been happening here? And it kind of put me off a lot of the match after that because I was like, they're having to kind of plan this on the fly now. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. No, I I, th- I think you're right. I think um, Santana, yeah, it, I, I didn't actually notice it while it was happening. I started noticing it when was it? we were texting about it and you mentioned that you got injured. And then um, I was like, you know what? Now you say that, I don't remember him in that match at all. I don't know if it's just the way that I concentrate. I was just concentrating on what was going on. I didn't. I wasn't like, where the fuck's he gone? Aye. I think it ruined for me, actually. See, because I, I noticed it. That ruined the rest of the match for yeah. me because I was watching that oh, the whole that's time. And, do you know what I mean? I, yeah. I said that to Randy. I need to go back and rewatch it and kind of focus on the match, but I kept watching him the whole match. Um, well, let's let's talk Santana then, like the future of Santana. He's put up some cryptic tweets with like however many days and people worked out that's, that, that's the day that his contract ends, right? So I don't know if he's doing an MGF style thing or if he is genuinely saying, like, yeah, I'm going to be a fucking free agent on this day and building up hype for him leaving. There was rumours about him having a bit of a beef with Ortiz. And we were talking about this. Um, he Apparently, he's not standing beside him and stuff when they're doing promos. They don't really interact with each other that much in the ring and stuff. So, I mean, it's not something I've noticed but until someone mentioned it. But now it's something that... Um, when you go back and you watch, it is quite noticeable that they're not really kind of being presented the same way they used to be presented as such a like a unit, if you know what I mean. I, I kind of tried to watch for it after it was mentioned, but I never really noticed it much. But what I do think is a bit, was a bit silly of him is tweeting things like that, saying, oh, I can't wait, his contract's over type thing. Now he's injured. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I bet he wishes there was a lot more time in his contract now that he's injured because Tony Khan would still yes. be paying him. Whereas now that his contract will be up, nobody's going to be paying him. Yeah, definitely. Definitely, Tony Khan will probably offer him another contract, and um, but he but he might actually sign it this time because of that. You're right; that might change everything. I don't know if Tony Khan offers him the same contract again, he might be like, yeah, Tony Khan is a decent guy yeah. too. Do you know what I mean? I think Tony's the type that would be like, oh, okay, sign the contract now. I, I wouldn't. I, I think Tony Khan's the kind of guy who would be like, look, you injured yourself while you were at work. Even if your contract runs out, we'll pay for your medical stuff until you're so. healed. Because like that would be that would be the right thing to do. And then and then, but then if he signs for WWE while injured, then Tony Khan would be like, okay, cool. Well, they could pay your fucking medical bills then. Do you All know right. what I mean? I don't know. Uh, it's hard because he's such a tag team wrestler. It's kind of like, well, it's not the same as this, but. Um, Imagine Matt Jackson let his contract run out and Nick Jackson didn't, and then Matt Jackson showed up in WWE. Like that'd be weird. That would be weird. Obviously, it's not quite the same as that because they're brothers as well. But but I suppose if they're going to split up, we wouldn't mind seeing like a feud between them or something. Or a, do you know what I mean? Or a turn or something rather than just like yeah. I feel as if they were a decent tag team for long enough that I feel we should have something between them before they go. It'd be quite cool. But whatever happens, yeah. happens. Hopefully, he gets better soon. Either way. Um, just on the subject of Tony Khan, like, did any of you see the the Jay White um, bit with Tony Khan on After Forbidden Door? No. He was basically right. Jay White comes in and how they do the wee conference type thing, like the media scrum, and he goes to put the yeah. belt on the like the title stand thing, and the belt falls on the floor. So he just stands and looks yeah. at it, absolutely disgusted. And then all he talks about the rest of the interview, like no matter what question he gets asked, he's like, he goes to start answering the question, he's like, 
I just can't believe there was nobody here to help me to put that like and he just keeps saying to Tony Khan like I mean a fucking I'm doing your show and you can't even get one fucking guy just to put my title on the stand for me like it's fucking it's fucking ridiculous and then like he'll start talking again if it's something the other question and then he's like nah sorry I just I can't focus after like I just can't fu-. and just keeps going on to Tony Khan about the fact that there wasn't somebody to take his title and put it on the stand for him <laughs> like the whole interview <laughs> is mental he's just such a fucking dickhead heel do you know what I mean like just that was yeah. all he cared about was I mean you didn't have somebody here and he's like and t- they were asking questions like would you come back and do like, more shows and he's like well I don't know I mean after that display there like I mean I don't know maybe if I can get a guy to put my fucking title on the stage do you know what I mean <laughs> <laughs> the can just like the whole time like shut the fuck up <laughs> <laughs> okay so well we're kind of on the subject of people leaving aren't we so Aye. Stu Grayson left. His contract ran out. Yep. I've seen on uh, Reddit that he's the champion of uh, indie promotion. I can't remember which one it was. And we were talking about Evil Uno potentially going because he was in that... Well, they they, they were tag team first, the Super Smash Bros. Aye. Um, and Evil Uno's been wearing a Super Smash Bros t-shirt uh, online and stuff. So is the... What do you think? Do you think Evil Uno's going to go? Do you think he's going to stay? No, because I, um, I don't know if it's uh, on BTE... Um, Uno was wearing a t-shirt that had like him and ten on it, and it was like the two masks together, and it said one, yeah, one and ten. All right, fair enough. So, so they'll become a tag team. Um, Alan Angels, he turned up on Impact. Apparently, oh nice. Tony Khan offered him a pay per appearance deal, and Mm -hmm. he knocked it back. But I'm assuming he maybe already had the offer for Impact. Right, yeah, bit more stable in it. At least then he's he's got like a he's he he knows he's got constant work. Aye, bit less stable for the Dark Order, right enough. <laughs> True, that, that's what I was going to say. I mean, Colt Cabana's going to Ring of Honor. Uh, Alan Angel's gone. Stuart Grayson's gone. So who, who have you got? You've got um, Johnny Hungy. Alex Reynolds. Yeah, Preston. Aye, Preston Vance, Evil and O. And is that it? Anna J. Anna J. She's not she's not, even at that. She doesn't really hang about with them too much. I know. So, I mean, I, I reckon this is the end of the Dark Order. We're going to so. get like one tag team out of it. Yeah, we'll get we'll get um Evil Uno and Ten and we'll get um John John Silver doing a fucking solo run. I think so. That'd be good. John Silver is TNT champion. That'd be cool. That'd be really cool. John Silver versus um what'd you call him? Jonathan Gresham could be good. They've both got the same kind of build. That could yeah. be like, that could be like a fucking <laughs> that'd be quite cool. See so just see the two not fuck out each other. Or have they two yeah. as a ta- have they two as a tag team? Just like a pair of cannonballs. Yeah, that'd be fucking great. What else have we got here? Um, Randy brought up the Royal Rampage. Did you like it? Do you know something? I, I said this to you already. I feel as if AEW, because WWE take a like a battle royal and they plan it all out to the like somebody writes it yeah. and the wrestlers all play their character in that story that WWE's written. AEW do it like an indie battle royal where the guys all plan their own spots, so it's all backstage. Like you go up to a guy and you say fancy doing this bit with me like hangman and john silver so a lot of what goes on in it there was there's a lot of stuff that you're just like nothing's happening do you know what i mean so i do feel as if the their battle rules are a wee bit hard to watch at times but it was decent do you know what i mean i liked the kind of idea some of the stuff that was done was quite cool like i say the hangman and john silver but a lot of the stuff that was done was cool but i just feel as if they're bat. that's where wwe i would say i know this is my coming for me right now that's what I say WWE's better than AEW is when it comes to a battle royal. Yeah, I, I think you're right. Um, they were trying so hard at the start to make everything feel a bit more legitimate um, than just being sports entertainment. 
and this was something that I kept moaning about before with the casino battle royal where they had like the timer up as soon as someone came in they had a three minute timer counting down to the next person Aye. and I was like you need to fucking gimmick that shit man because this is so boring like there's nothing going on for like the last minute before someone comes in and you're like like in in the Royal Rumble with WWE they'd just be like right send someone out this is boring exactly <laughs> it's like who gives a fuck about the time you don't no one's sitting there with a fucking stop I mean geeks are online sitting there with a stopwatch but I mean fuck them you know I mean who cares yeah fuck them I stopwatch gimps Randy Phil and the likes <laughs> Randy Phil the stopwatch he's the type gimp. of <laughs> He's watching for blades and sitting there with his stopwatch. <laughs> <laughs> He's got a blade and the time's wrong. <laughs> well, we've got the title for the show anyway. Randy filled the stopwatch game. <laughs> there you go, sorted. Did you, I was saying to Randy, did you notice about Swerve Strickland, um, him and Keith Lee kind of have a face-off, although they're in separate rings. Then Keith Lee gets jumped yeah. from behind. And Swerve's like yeah. reaching over, trying to help him. And you're like, I don't think you'd get disqualified if you got into the other ring. Like, he could have jumped over and helped Keith Lee, surely. But he was, like, just trying yeah, to help him. He just gone through the ropes. Aye, it's like, what's the... I don't know what the actual rules are as far as why you're not allowed in the other ring. I get that you want to stay in your own ring because you want to win your ring, but it's like... Yeah, I, but fuck that. Aye, exactly, mm. just jump over the ropes. If you, I know, I, I was I was a bit... um. I was a bit. Um, I didn't understand why they didn't do a spot of like, like, like someone just being like, "Yeah, fuck this, I'm going to the other ring." Or what would what happens if you get thrown over the top rope into the other ring? Does that count as an elimination? I'm not because it says like both feet had to touch the floor, right? So like, yeah, and that's not the floor. So yeah, I, I, do you know that would have been such a funny spot if you got like, like, like someone like Danhausen eliminated someone huge, but all they did was knock him into the other ring and they just come back and throw Danhausen <laughs> out. <laughs> That'd be quite good. Um, but I mean, like, I I like the concept of it. I thought it was cool having two um, battle royales on at the same time, and Brody King, great winner. I think I actually called that in the chat, by the way. I think maybe you I did. didn't. Uh, did I? Something tells me you did because um, we. I think we were going through a few because we were talking about how that's the difference. But with a WWE one and a AEW one is AEW when you see a battle royal, you do kind of think anybody could win it. Yeah. Like if that was a WWE battle royal, you'd have been like, right, well, Hangman. Do you know what I mean? There'd been a couple of folk you would not have predicted. Yeah. Brody Lee. No, Brody King. Brody King, sorry, Brody Lee. Fucking talk me the Dark Order. Uh, R.I.P. Um, the fucking Brody. Um, no, you're right. But I think the difference as well is that the Royal Rumble, the prize is so huge that, like, I mean, who who are they going to put the main event of WrestleMania on? They're not going to put it on just anyone. So, like, whereas, like, this is, like, you get a, you get a title match, I think. Yeah. yeah. You, you, I mean, if this was going to be the main event, I mean, I. Do you know what? Nah, I'm talking shite because AEW would put this this match on as a main event of a pay-per-view. Aye. They just would. Because they're like, it'd be a banger, so fuck it. Aye, well look at um, one of the ones that I thought was like uh, Kenny Omega and Christian. Like Christian wasn't, ma- like, I don't think Christian was a big massive jump over to AEW at the time, but they had that as the main event in one of the big pay-per-views. Do you know what I mean? It was Kenny yeah. Omega and Christian. Randy would probably disagree with that because he's a Christian guy. But we know what kind of guy so Christian I, is. Oh, we know what kind of guy and Christian I, is. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I was, I was a peep, but now I'm just disgusted. Right, that's, <laughs> that's kind of everything that I've got for a. Do you know what? I've just thought of a good one. So you know, Forbidden Door. Aye. So the big, big crossover, uh, AW and New Japan. Do you think we're going to get trades between New Japan and AW? Ah, uh, well. Aye, I think that would be... I don't... I think the Forbidden Door is going to stay slightly opened. I think we'll get back and forward, like, here and there. But I don't think it'll be... 
I think it might build for the next pay-per-view. We might get a few people coming over and setting up feuds. So is it when the next one comes up, we've all got a better idea why the feuds are happening. Do you know what I mean? Because a lot of them, this one just felt yeah. like, oh, them versus them, and there wasn't really much of a reason behind it. Whereas I think by the time the next one comes round, we will have feuds. What What about like a specific, like 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 a proper trade? Is what I mean. Like like there, there must be people who are in Japan right now who are like, I've always wanted to work in America. Um, I might go to AW for a year, Aye. and then New Japan are like, well, that's fine, but we want someone back, and they're like, well, I've always wanted to work in Japan for a year, so do you want me to get a full blown trade? Well, we know that Brian Danielson has wanted, has said that he wants to go back to New Japan. I don't think he's ever wrestled in Japan, has he? Is he not? No, I think that was why he wanted to do it because he's always wanted to wrestle in Japan. So there, I mean, if you put him over, they've got to give us something big. Do you know what I mean? We're giving them Brian Danielson. <sighs> yeah, we fucking, expect. Um, Okada. By the way, we were talking. Me and Randy were talking about how huge Okada was, right? Like he's a big, yeah. big guy. On BTE, uh, Nick Jackson was talking about how they were like they were off, like the one before Forbidden Door, like they weren't doing much. And he's like, we were waiting to see Okada. He says, and then we get told we had to go and do a, like, a pre-tape like promo. He says we're away five minutes and we came back and Okada was in the dressing room and he's like, oh, excited to see him and that. He says, gave him a big hug and the next minute he's like, Nick, where's your gear? And he's like, what? And Okada pulls his pants down. He's got Nick's gear on underneath. And I'm like, he must have stretched the shit out of that. <laughs> That's good. Um, right. So I mean, the only other thing I've got to talk about is Money in the Bank. And I guess like you, you did you watch it in the end or did you just read the results? No, I just read the results. I wasn't. Did you watch the tag match? Because I was going to watch the tag match, the Usos match. No, I definitely not. I only really paid attention to the ladder matches. Which were both, well, no, I, they weren't both good. One was great, one was a botch fest. Well, I was going to ask you about it because obviously I don't watch WWE. Is Liv Morgan a heel or a face? It's a face. So, how do you feel about the face cashing in the money in the bank at the end of a match? I think I, I get what you're saying. Um, do you want the honest truth? Is that I don't like the way WWE have done it. So, so ever since they brought in the women's money in the bank, it feels like every pay-per-view, they've had a cash-in. Aye. Like, the same night. I mean, you had Dean Ambrose did it. Fucking uh, Liv Morgan's done it. Uh, Bailey done it. Uh, Alexa Bliss done it. Fuck me. I mean, I mean, there's four, right? Which, I mean, I think I think Kane did it years ago. I mean, you shouldn't be doing something four times. With, with, with this thing. It's supposed to be unpredictable. Um, I like that Liv's the champ. I get what you're saying. It was it, it, It's a heelish move to run in and do it like that. But I don't like the RVD thing of like, oh, I'm going to cash this in and I want a shot at this time, blah, blah, blah. I think it needs to be something that sits in the background until you almost forget it's a thing. And then and then they look weak and then all you hear is their music going, you're like, oh, fuck, here we go. Aye, but I do feel as if that is a heel, that is a heel thing to do. But I feel as if, if oh, you're yeah, a totally. face, I feel like a face, like, for me, would be like, I know you talk about the RVD thing. The RVD thing was weird because they would done it at the ECW pay-per-view. But I think, yeah. for me, if you win that, that should be a, well, I want a match at WrestleMania. Like, I'm cashing in my money in the bank and I want a match. Whoever's a champ at WrestleMania, like the same way as the Royal Rumble is, I feel like that would be a face thing to do. And that would make sense as well because because you're like, cool, I get myself in the main event and I get this huge WrestleMania moment and stuff. And that makes sense. The only problem with that is that like, so Braun Strowman cashed his money in the bank in like that. He said, I want to take on, was it Roman was the champ or Brock was the champ at Hell in the Cell 
and it became a triple threat. It was Braun Strowman, Roman Reigns, and Brock. Oh, and Braun Strowman lost. And you're like, well, what was the point of him carrying this fucking briefcase for months? What was the point? Aye, right enough. I know someone had to lose it eventually, but I, I don't know. I, I, I don't think it's been utilised well for a long time. That's what I'm trying to say. Aye, I feel as if it's one of the ones that's like, aye, I know what you mean. It's like a, you should hold on to it until it's kind of right. I'm going to win it, but it is a weird mm-hmm. one. I feel as if maybe they should just do away with the money in the bank, but it's the match that's good, isn't it? Why not just make that a title? The concept's great, though. It, 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 it's, it's, I, I don't think they should do it every year, though. I think they should do it do it every, like, three years or something. So then you win it, and it's scary. And you can hold on to it as long as you want. Aye. Um, but um, live, So the women's money in the bank match was crap. I'm going to put it out there. It was right. just sloppy, no chemistry, but the right person won. And Liv cashing in later. It was cool to see her win it, but I was just like, oh, fuck, it's always a fucking same night thing. It's such a waste of the belt. Oh, of the yeah. of the beefcase, sorry. But then, um, and then the men's match was great, but the ending was shit. Like, Austin Theory won it. Uh, or sorry, just Theory now, Theory. because you can't have a first name in WWE. Just quickly, have you seen, um, there's a clip on the Pat McAfee show where they're talking about the fact that he took Austin off the Indies name? And mm-hmm. no, they changed it for Austin to just theory, and um, yeah. Pat McAfee goes, "I'll probably beat the Austin off it." And AJ Hook goes, "What you beat Austin off?" <laughs> and Pat just loses <laughs> it. I was like, "What the fuck is your problem?" <laughs> like, That's what you said, but and he's like, "No fucking it, he loses a pop him all the time." But it's just like shit it's like, like that. They comes amazing. Aye, so I mean, I don't know. Did did you see any of it? No, nothing at all. Right, okay, so at the end when he won, so, so he was the surprise entrance, right? And when they said surprise entrance, I, like, there was a there was a point where my, where my arsehole started going like a rabbit's nose. It's like, here comes fucking Brock Lesnar, man. I was like, I cannot handle this again. <laughs> and, then, um, and then Austin Theory comes out, and I'm like, oh, fucking hell. I was like, well, Matt Riddle's got to be the winner here. It just makes the most sense to, to, to strap a rocket to his back. And I thought he was going to win it, and everyone else thought he was going to win it, and then Theory throws him off and and he tosses him off wait <laughs> and um the crowd um boo but they just start leaving as soon as he wins it they just start leaving the stadium really? like yeah it was like you know when you're at the football and then um your team loses a goal in like the 85th minute and you're just like oh, fuck this let's go beat the traffic and you just leave aye that's fucking that's bad it was bad aye look did the fa- i thought the fans kind of like theory like is he get good heel heat i felt as if he's match. i've not seen much of theory but he's matched with pat McAfee. he was decent i think he's got the right heel heat i just think that like people were obviously pissed off they obviously thought that someone else should have got it i think they'll probably do a good run with him with it though because he's the right kind of smarmy chicken shitty arsehole he's like he's vince mcmahon's pet and like i think they 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 can do well with that storyline. You just gotta have them hold the hold the briefcase for as long as you can. But I um Randy's theory, which I should put out here, um, is that he's going to so the so the SummerSlam main event is a last man standing match, Roman Reigns versus Brock Lesnar. There's a fucking surprise. And um I mean last man standing, you're gonna have to be incapacitated for for ten seconds. What better time to cash in? Ah, uh, exactly. So we'll see, but it makes so much sense. I was going to actually say I thought like theory would be a good one to be like imagine like Lesnar's the champ or even Reigns, just to be able to hanging around. Could you imagine Lesnar just being like I fucking dare you? Do you know what I mean? Like in theory, just yeah. having the briefcase all the time because that would piss Lesnar off. Yeah, like the idea of Lesnar being like no I fucking dare you to come into the ring. Do you know what I mean? 
That, <laughs> I'd say, I don't know if I'd say he's my idea was obviously when everybody thought Riddle was going to win it, I was like, how good would it be if Riddle, like, say for talking to Riddle had the briefcase and then, like, they have to, like, a show, maybe a Raw in his hometown, and he's like, I've lost the briefcase. So, like, oh, well, he's fucked then. Then the next show they maybe do in his hometown, he cashes in, and then he's like, oh, I found it. It was, like, in my in my closet somewhere. Do you know what I mean? Because he's a stoner. He's just, like, <laughs> m- left it somewhere, and he's, like, or maybe he's like, oh, it was in my mum's house. Like, he just forgot what it was. <laughs> do you know what I mean? I just think that'd be cool as fuck. Or just, like, him walking backstage, and he's like, oh, this is where I left it, man. <laughs> I just somewhere ran. Or he's, like, his mum shows up there. Yeah, yeah. He's like, oh, you left this at home? Yeah. Yeah, he's like, been looking for this. He'd run straight to the ring. That'd be oh, that'd be cool as fuck. Um... Yeah, but he didn't win, and is a bastard. But um, yeah, that's that's kind of my thoughts on WWE right now, and that's me kind of said everything I've got to say about um, a dub. Have you got anything else to add? The only thing I want to ask is, um, I've not really watched. What was your opinion in Forbidden Door? Like, like, I'm not wanting you get through every match, but like, you're kind of favorite match in that. Like, um, I thought, I thought Will Ospreay, Orange Cassidy stole the show, Aye. and I, 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 I felt like it was gonna before but um yeah it was fucking awesome it was like getting orange cassidy back that's, that's what it felt like because before before he left i started feeling like oh he's kind of getting lost in the shuffle here they've picked up quite a lot of big names i'm like oh, because i genuinely felt that orange cassidy was going to be world champion at one point and and i was sad that that felt like it was never going to happen now but after that match i'm like fuck i'm actually back on the hype train i think he could be world champion why not Aye, 100 percent could see it happening and i i think he showed well the wrestling world why he was so popular and why why he's so good and yeah it was awesome oh. i really really enjoyed that match Aye. i mean there wasn't any bad matches on the card i don't think uh for Bindador. i i can't remember one if there was um but that one stood out to me as being fucking special Aye. Um, I think Cole getting injured was a bit of, I, like, I, I think when me and Randy first talked about it we didn't actually realise he was injured we didn't realise that yeah. was why that, but I think considering that's how the match ended it was a banging air match like mm-hmm. you know sometimes you get an injury well obviously look at um, Blood and Guts the injury kind of took away from the match a wee bit for me whereas with Cole yeah. I feel as if I okay the ending maybe wasn't perfect but I suppose that would even set up going forward a feud with Jay White because it's like no I was injured and you pinned me yes not only were you supposed to be my friend and you pinned me, but I was injured and you pinned me. Legit injured and you pinned me, do you know what I mean? I think that could yeah, set up a, right, a really I, good feud, do you know what I mean? Yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah, I, my lasting feeling off it was, fuck, I, I'm, I'm excited that this is going to be a permanent thing, hopefully. We'll get a forbidden door every year. I just, I like this crossover stuff. It's fucking great. It's cool that we're in a time where we've got massive crossovers going on it's going to be good man it's a good time to be a wrestling fan man it's just it just is it is and i want to finish on a big note i nearly forgot i don't know how i nearly forgot but i nearly forgot this week in bta yeah matt jackson wrote out a big long text to hangman saying that he misses him oh. and he loved him and oh. like they just if they just had a conversation they could sort all this and then he deleted it and the name of the episode was just hit send oh that's cool man i get the kleenex out for that one <laughs> Because I was emotional, not what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> you hear the word hangman, you get the Kleenex out. Exactly. <laughs> um, so do you think that the Bucks are going to lose their belts and then Bucks and Hangman will be the trios champions? Maybe. When that happens. Because I was thinking, I was saying this recently, so you get Bucks, Hangman, you've got Cole, Redragon, you've got yeah. the House of Black, you've got Death Triangle, yeah. you've got Blackpool Combat Club. You could even bring over like Jay White and the Good Brothers, because I think that'd be cool, because obviously... Fuck yeah. They're from New Japan and yeah. like their Bullet Club. 
So I reckon there's quite a lot of good trios teams. Even the Dark Order. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? You could have a Dark Order Best trios friends. team. Oh, exactly. It'd be amazing. The trios title. FDR and Punk. There's another one. Danhausen could hold Punk's place now as like a comedy act until it gets serious. And yeah. then Danhausen's like, ah, oh, this is too much for me. Bring out Punk. Nice. Yeah. I was going to say Matt, Matt Sadell on um, Top Flight could be one as well. Team Taz. If Team Taz. Put hook back in it. Yeah. I think trios wrestling could be amazing and then you've got um, Tully Blanchard's crew ah uh, yeah it's it um, Brian Cage and can't remember who the guys is are is Lance Archer in there? no he's, with, he's still with Jake the Snake I think Lance Archer's hanging out mostly in New Japan now isn't he because when he came yeah. he was part of the Forbidden Door I don't know that guy does what he wants he's not got a contract he just does what the fuck he likes um, he just, he's, just, he's just out in the desert fucking Aye. battering <laughs> I, I, I don't know what he'd be battering in the desert a camel or something <laughs> <laughs> Eating rattlesnakes. Batting camels. Eating rattlesnakes like gummy worms. <laughs> right, so um, let's finish with um, Love Island. What are we thinking about Love now? Oh, <laughs> my God. Um, <laughs> who's going to turn heel on Love Island? Oh, they're all fucking heel on Love Island. <laughs> <laughs> right, that's us for this week. Um, it's been another stonker. Thanks, Randy, and thanks, Dave. Thank you. Um, and thank you for listening. Um, take care of yourselves. Um, peace out. Bye. Bye.